Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the SB Nation NFL Show. I'm R. Joe Choa, and a reminder that this show is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's get you caught up with everything you need to know in the world of the National Football League. It is Thursday, October 14th. The Philadelphia Eagles and Tampa Bay Buccaneers will square off tonight on Thursday Night Football, and Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady is already having himself a nice week. Granted, a short week. He is the reigning NFC Offensive Player of the Week, Tom Brady is, almost a defensive, and you know, Tom Brady is capable of doing anything, so maybe he did win Defensive Player of the Week, but he didn't in the NFC. It was actually New Orleans Saints cornerback Marshawn Lattimore. Special team side of things, Philadelphia Eagles linebacker TJ Edwards, so you get the Special Teams Player of the Week, the Offensive Player of the Week squaring off tonight. On the AFC side of things, This is not a shock to anybody, I don't think. Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, the Offensive Player of the Week, had that phenomenal game with over 500 yards of total offense. Buffalo Bills rookie defensive end Greg Rousseau is the Defensive Player of the Week, had that incredible interception off of Patrick Mahomes on Sunday Night Football. And New England Patriots kicker Nick Folk is the Special Teams Player of the Week in the AFC. As a Cowboys fan, I remember when Nick Folk was a rookie in 2007 and beat the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. That game was on ESPN and ESPN announced on Wednesday that they will handle a Monday night wild card game for the next five years. Obviously, everybody made a big deal about how there's not going to be a wild card game on Monday, the lack of fairness, the lack of rest compared to teams with a, a full week's worth of rest. And that discussion's not going anywhere. But this is going to be happening for the next five years wild card Monday night game on ESPN and that will include the Manning cast. So if you love Peyton and Eli, who were scheduled to return in week seven, by the way, think about Peyton and Eli for a playoff game. Man alive, it's going to be awesome. Um, In terms of current things happening with the current NFL, Houston Texans left tackle Laramie Tunsil will have surgery on his thumb that we told you about earlier in the week and be out for about a month, according to coach David Culley. Speaking of the Texans, they face the Indianapolis Colts this week where, you know, The Colts might have uh, some reinforcements on the way. Wide receiver T.Y. Hilton returned to practice on Wednesday and is eligible to play against the Texans on Sunday. Meanwhile, talking about tonight's game, Philadelphia Eagles offensive tackle Lane Johnson is officially out, as is Tampa Bay Buccaneers tight end Rob Gronkowski. Obviously, the biggest story in the NFL this week is the resignation of John Gruden. And on Wednesday, the Las Vegas Raiders began dealing with the aftermath of that. Las Vegas Raiders general manager Mike Mayock took to the podium, delivered an opening statement that was about three minutes long. Here is all of Mike Mayock. A lot going on in this building and this franchise for the last several days. And, you know, the way I grew up, the Raiders always stood for diversity. They had the first Latino quarterback Tom Flores, he's also became the second Latino head coach. The first African-American head coach was Art Shell. 
The first female CEO was Amy Trask. Obviously, all of that was under Al Davis's watch. Now, this week, his son, Mark Davis, I think had a tough time. He had a tough week. He had to gather facts. He had to do his due diligence. And since the day I took this job almost three years ago, what Mr. Davis has preached has been three things. It's been diversity, social justice, and domestic violence. So when we go into drafts, if there's a guy with any a history, with any, any of those type of things, I'm in Mr. Davis's office trying to show him what's going on, whether or not we've done our due diligence on that guy and whether or not that person should be in this building. He's been consistent with his messaging. And in regards to the John Gruden situation, we all respect his decisions, and we're going to move ahead accordingly. As far as the team is concerned, bottom line, we're three and two. It's week six. You know, a lot of these interim head coach deals over the years, it's like week 15, and guys are already packing their bags. That's not the case here. All of our goals are ahead of us. Three and two, one game out of the AFC lead. The focus has got to be on Denver. Rich Bisaccia, interim head coach. Look, I've known this guy for a lot of years, and I hope you get to meet him a little bit and see what a special person he is. Since he's a special teams coach, he's involved with more players on the team than any other coach in our building. He's involved with the offensive guys. He's involved with the defensive guys. Um, the irony is I've endorsed him for a lot of head coaching jobs over the years, both in college and the NFL, back when I had a different job. He's got as much respect in the locker room, in our locker room, as any coach I've ever seen in my life. And the reason he does is, is he a great coach? Hell yeah. But he's an even better man. And what I've always told people when I endorsed him is that he's the most natural leader of men that I have ever been around. Last note, uh, Carl Nassib. He and I spoke yesterday a couple of times, spoke again today. We're going to meet later this afternoon. He requested a personal day today. He just said he's got a lot to process. There's a lot that's been going on the last few days. And, of course, we support that request. We will see what the weekend has in store for the Las Vegas Raiders. It appears that the weekend might be better than some people thought it would be for the New York Giants, where quarterback Daniel Jones is, according to head coach Joe Judge, on track with everything. You will recall that Jones suffered a concussion against the Dallas Cowboys last week and missed the entire second half, but it is possible that Jones plays on Sunday for the Giants against the Las Vegas. Angeles Rams. That's all we have for you today. Thursday night football tonight. I'm taking the Bucks. Later on this afternoon, you will have a brand new episode of The Look Ahead with myself and Rob Stats Guerrera as we look forward to all of the week six action, including Thursday night football, including Sunday night football. We'll save Monday though, because Monday football Monday forever. You know what I'm saying? All right. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you next time.